0: I feel good, I knew that, I would now. Ha <laughs> ha super duper amazing good. I feel good because I've done something. And here's a really interesting question. Are you controlled by your emotions, how you feel, or do you let logic control your life, or do you make sure that logic is controlling your life? So here I am in the gym. Did I feel like exercising? It's a really interesting question because I often ask people that. Would you exercise if you or do you exercise if you don't feel like it? Do you only exercise if you do feel like it? And what if you don't feel like it? What happens to your body if you never if you never exercise? Obviously you're going to rot away, you're going to get old really quickly. You're going to pick up germs, bugs, viruses, and diseases much easier. Poor hair, skin, and nails, uh, you could be depressed, you could be anxious. There's a whole heap of things that happen if you don't move your body. Lifestyle diseases, coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, obesity. Alzheimer's, dementia, most cancers, most of the horrible diseases that are killing the human race are caused by inactivity. So if if you are inactive, your life's going to be pretty crap. But what if you don't feel like being active? And to me, that's a really silly question. And that's just a personal thing. I, I don't mean to be offensive in any way, shape or form. But why I find that really fascinating, perplexing, is that exercise makes you feel good. When you get puffed, when you lift heavy, when you overload your muscles and bones, you feel good. It's not feel good and then go exercise, it's go exercise and that's what makes you feel good. People ask me, Rowie, how often should I exercise? It's a silly question because the answer is always the same for me. How often do you want to feel good? Every time I feel stressed, every time I feel annoyed, every time life is throwing interesting stuff at me, the very first thing I turn to is the boxing bag, skipping rope, treadmill, cross trainer, find a hill to run up, find some soft sand to run through. As soon as I get puffed, I've now got a clear head so I can handle that challenge better. The interesting thing about feelings, because that is emotion, I don't feel like exercising versus logical, which has got nothing to do with emotion. That's the two ends of the different differentiation scale. There's the emotional and there's, there's logical, and they're very, very different. Logical says, should I exercise? Of course, the answer is yes. Uh, what happens to my body if I don't exercise? It wastes away, rots away, gets old really quickly, and I oh, could be a big mess. Yuck. So yes, logically, I need to exercise. But I don't feel like it. Well, why I find that such an interesting Concept is because I'm fit and strong, I never not feel like it. Uh, And that sounds a little bit pompous ass, I get that. But because I understand the benefits of exercise and how good I'm going to feel after I exercise, uh, I always do. Now do I always think oh I can't wait to go and exercise or I can't wait to get puffed? Probably not every time, but I'm fully aware of how I'm going to feel in a very short period of time. So I always use this example because I'm a very old lady who started my exercising career at the age of 10 on the floor. I spent three years on the floor until I finally discovered jumping around uh, to music and that's when I decided I was going to become an exercise professional. But when I became an exercise professional, I didn't learn my anatomy and physiology, I just followed what everybody else was doing. I'm sharing that with you because I spent a lot of time in my life doing stupid waste of time exercises that busted my joints every bone and muscle, ligament, tendon and joint in my body has got a challenge because I spent so many years doing stupid exercises. And I'm sharing that with you because I hope you never do stupid exercises. I hope you learn your, your anatomy and physiology so that you can learn for yourself what's going to hurt your joints and what doesn't. But what happens to me now is when I wake up in the morning, when you first, if you were to ever wake up with me, you'd go, oh my God, she's such an old lady. She looks like she's 120. Because when I first wake up, synovial fluid doesn't seem to be existing in my joints because I've been lying down and everything hurts. Everything's busted, everything's broken, everything hurts. I can hardly walk when I first get up in the morning. I do not feel like exercising. I do not feel like moving my body because my body hurts. But what I do know is that the sooner I get moving, the sooner I get synovial fluid through my joints. But more importantly, the sooner I get moving at at 100% effort, I then get epinephrine, cortisol, adrenaline, which are painkillers. I get endorphins, which is a painkilling neurotransmitter. So the sooner I can get puffed, very first thing every single morning, the quicker I can feel good. So even though I don't feel good at the start of the day, the very first thing I do is I go to my cross trainer, because there's no pounding on a cross trainer, I can go absolutely flat out, I go for 10 seconds as hard as I possibly can. I don't warm up, I don't have to, because it's a cross trainer, I'm going flat out, my body warms itself up because it pumps adrenaline, epinephrine and cortisol, which are automatic, Uh, get your body out of there. And I always have a giggle about about that, because people say to me, Rory, but the warm-ups are really important. But if you were a cave person and you were sitting in your cave or in your, your wild uh, animal area, because wild animals could attack you, and if one of those wild animals jumped into your camp, you wouldn't say to the wild animal, just hang on a minute, I have to do a warm up first before you can chase me. You would just go, because your body automatically warms up. You have instant high blood pressure, high blood sugar levels, your heart rate goes up and your body fills up with pain killing drugs, so it can get the hell out of there. So that's what I do first thing every morning. I pretend that a wild animal has just jumped into my camp. I jump on the cross train, go absolutely flat out for 10 seconds, literally. And when I'm stopped after my 10 seconds, I, I can't breathe, I go at 100%. But I go from being a lady that looks like she's 120, who doesn't feel like exercising, to a young, fresh, vibrant woman who now can live her day normally. Now, some days I only have time for 10 seconds, I'll get in the shower and go. Uh, I always have a cold shower to start with and a cold shower to finish, so I'm refreshed, I'm revived, I feel fantastic and my day starts amazingly well. Sometimes I'll do that three or four times. Uh, If I'm at home during the day, I'm in my office, every time I get an interesting phone call, every time I feel stressed, every time I feel I need to have a clear head, every time I've got to solve a challenge, every time I want to feel good, feel good, every time I want to feel good, I sprint for 10 seconds. And I have a system in my life, as I often share, that's about every 15 minutes. So four puffs an hour, as I love to say. Get puffed for 10 seconds, four times an hour, and feel fantastic throughout every single part of your day. Because I want to feel good, which is the opposite to, if I feel good, I will exercise, no. If I want to feel good, I exercise because I know that I will. And to me, that's not just uh, emotion because I know how good I'm going to feel. That's logic. And logic is based on anatomy and physiology, which is fight and flight, 10 seconds, epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol. And the beautiful thing as I always bang on about every single day. Once you get your breath back after you've gotten puffed for 10 seconds flat out, your body now says, wow, congratulations, Robert. You got away from the wild animal. It didn't kill you. You either killed it or you ran away from it. So now I have a brain that's filled with dopamine. Reward, congratulations, you got away from the wild animal. Serotonin, which is a satisfaction neurotransmitter. You love your life. Doesn't matter what's going on, you'll feel good. And I just as a quick side note, serotonin is that uh, neurotransmitter that every single pharmaceutical antidepressant is trying to simulate inside your brain. Uh, Here's a great question. Take a drug that's got horrible side effects, which one of those is suicidal tendencies, or get puffed for 10 seconds, change your brain chemistry immediately and make sure that your serotonin levels are as they should be so you feel fantastic. So dopamine, serotonin, the really big one for me though is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is the myokine that comes out of the muscle, the message that comes out of your muscles when you overload them, And goes to your brain to say, for next time, when she gets puffed, when she lives heavy, next time she overloads her muscles and bones, heart and lungs, she's got to be better. Because what if the wild animal's bigger? What if it's faster? She's got to be better. So your brain gets uh, this fertilizer that makes you uh, better at whatever you have to do for next time. But you get a clear head. So if I feel angry emotion, if I feel frustrated emotion, if I feel annoyed emotion, if I feel sad emotion, I sprint as hard as I possibly can to even out all of those neurotransmitters and so I have dopamine, serotonin, brain drive neurotrophic factor so I can now think clearly, make better decisions and make those decisions based on logic, not emotion. And every time you hear yourself say, I feel, that is emotional because the feeling is an emotion. Logic, it's got nothing to do with feeling. It's got to do with facts, cold, hard facts. And if I sprint and if I lift heavy, I will produce epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol. I will then produce dopamine, serotonin, brain drive neurotrophic factor, and I will feel good. So, I often ask this question, do you want your hormones to be in control of your life? And a lot of people share, particularly women my age, will share with me, my hormones are controlling my life. Uh, And I'll rephrase that, a lot of men say to me that their female partner's emotions are controlling her life. We often use it as an excuse. Well, I don't want to have anything controlling my life except me. But that's the beautiful thing about being fit and strong. Your endocrine system, your hormonal system, your emotional system will be in your control because every time you feel emotional and you want to get back to logical as quickly as possible, you just have to get puffed or lift heavy. Get puffed, lift heavy. The beautiful side effect of both of those is if you get puffed and lift heavy, you'll get fit and you'll get strong, you'll have a fast metabolism, you'll have strong bones, you'll have great circulation for hair, skin and nails, you'll have a healthy brain, you'll be able to fight germs, bugs, viruses and diseases, you'll have a digestive system that works effectively, you'll have a body that is healthy, is fit and strong because you got puffed and you lifted heavy for 10 seconds because the fight and flight system is only 10 seconds, you can only go at 100% effort for 10 seconds. So if you ever don't feel like exercise, all you've got to say to yourself is it's only 10 seconds. It's not a minute, it's not five minutes, it's certainly not 35 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour. High intense activity, 10 seconds, and within 10 seconds your brain will change and you will feel good. I feel good, na 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 I knew that, I would now. Yeah, yeah.